Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what? What are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNC's apply. Well, the 37th America's Cup is really starting to move along with news in the last fortnight that Luna Rossa, the beaten finalist in the match of the 36th Cup, are returning. But more importantly, the team, are cons- the, the, the team that are considered the nemesis of Emirates Team New Zealand, Alingi, are back in partnership with Formula One team Red Bull Racing, the team to be known as Alingi Red Bull Racing. Now, take into account that the challenger of record Team UK are aligned with the Mercedes Formula One team, you can now see how serious teams are to find that infinitesimal aerodynamic edge to win the old mug. And that doesn't come cheap. Kevin Shoebridge is the Chief Operating Officer for Emirates Team New Zealand. He joins us now. Well, Kevin, firstly, exciting news. Uh, Prada is back. Alingi are back in the game. More challenges still to come. It's an exciting time. Yeah, we're, we're really thrilled. Uh, really thrilled with the um, initial take-up we've got from challenges. And to have teams of that calibre coming straight out of the blocks in order uh, and entering immediately, is a pretty good endorsement to the America's Cup and what happened in AC36. The mere fact that Red Bull Racing and Mercedes Formula One teams are involved suggests major money is required in the design to update the 75s because you only get to build one brand new boat. Can Team New Zealand compete at that level? Yeah, and I think what you're seeing there is that there's no doubt that we had a pretty significant advantage in the last Cup with the design group that we have. And these challenging teams, you know, they're, it's, they're taking this really seriously and they realise that they need to close a gap and they're basically throwing everything at it. So they're putting the might of these Formula One teams and their huge design resource behind it trying to catch up and close that gap. Um, so, you know, for us, we've got to be really on our game and, um, you know, we're, we're, we've got 30 designers sitting in our base right now already, you know, designing the next generation. How much of an edge do those teams with the Formula One involvement now have? An, how much of an edge do they have with the resource now? Well, you know, quite a lot in certain areas. And I'm not 100% sure where they'll be looking, but you know that there's, there's a huge amount of um, design resource, design tools based around aerodynamics um, with F1 and also just their engineering um, expertise. So there's a huge amount of engineering required to um, finesse the foils, for example, mm-hmm. and and uh, the rigs and everything else. So just the, the sheer grunt that they can bring will be impressive. But at the same time, you've still got to have the sailing angle that takes precedence and it needs 
to be guided from the sailing side, not from the motor racing side. I've used the word resource a number of times already, Kevin. Uh, let's start with the distraction. The distraction with this group that is trying to say keep it in New Zealand, saying they've got the money, but in reality, from what I have read through forums and by releases uh, from Emirates Team New Zealand and the Royal New Zealand Yacht Squadron, they don't. Yeah, like, to be honest, you know, what started out potentially as good intentions six months ago, but we never really knew because we never met these people, it's become ridiculous. Um, like, you know, we're a team that's been running for a long time now and we understand the numbers and the budgets and how to raise money probably more than any other cup team in history. Um, and we've been successful at it. And, you know, we're a team that has a hugely strong group of people um, and they, they know what's required. So to sit there and have a third party come in and say, no, that's not right, those numbers aren't correct, you guys do this wrong and you spend too much money here, is, is just, it's insulting, to be honest. Um, this other party, they know what the numbers are, but they sort of, they put a spin on it and manipulate it to make the story sound good where it's just miles away. It cannot happen. And, um, you know, our focus always has been only one thing, and that's to win. You know, we're a professional sports team, and to accept anything less than that is is uh, just wrong. And, you know, for all the people that sit in this building, they're here for only one reason, and that is to win. Now, you know, of course everyone would love it to be in New Zealand, but this time it's just not possible. So we, you've seen the, the strength of the challenges and the resources that they're bringing in. If, if we have any chance of hanging on to this for three times, be the first team in history to have won it three times, we need to get cracking. So that's what we're doing. Yeah, so look, I've been arguing with friends, Kevin, about the fact that everybody, all my mates are saying, oh, what Team New Zealand owe it to New Zealand. I've, I've been saying quite openly, Team New Zealand owes New Zealand nothing. The government happily contributed. They're the first people to jump on the bandwagon when you win and say, look, we've got money to keep you going. But as you have quite rightly said, yeah. this is a business and winning is all that matters. Yeah, and I, I agree with you. And, you know, there's no question we've got a, a loyal fan base who love the sport in this country. And, and we feel we don't owe anyone anything e either. Like anyone who's contributed to this team over the last 20 or 30 years was doing it for a benefit, uh, whether it be a sponsorship benefit or promoting the country overseas or whatever it was. So, you know, I, I agree with, with you. Yeah, it's a, it's a hard one because I think the, the danger we have, or and it must be hard for you sometimes to, to have to deal with this because of the distraction of the, the people trying to keep in here, is the fact the perception, the perception that people are saying, well, actually, you're, you're a New Zealand team. Why would you call yourself Team New Zealand? I'm saying, and I'm saying to them, well, actually, it's a hell of a brand and you take that offshore, it is still New Zealand. You're, you're not calling yourself anything else. It is still New Zealand in that name. Yeah, and exactly right. And, you know, ask the New Zealand government how they thought of their investment in San Francisco in 2013. It was a huge benefit having the name Team New Zealand and all that was leveraged off it in America. Um, and then, I, you know, if I go one step further, after not winning in San Francisco and us battling to stay together for Bermuda, there was no one coming out of the woodwork to support us financially at that point. You know, we, we relied on you know, some loyal key sponsors and some, some key individuals and private backers to get us to Bermuda, um, which, you know, turned out well for us. And we'll always be loyal to those people. 
so the the big question that still hangs over it's a little bit like an elephant in the room at the moment and you may be able to give me some insight and you won't be telling me everything but where are we at re-signing Burling and Tuke? Well we're dealing with them and have been dealing with them for some time now um, early on in the piece they were they were caught up with Olympics and then going immediately into a sale GP program um, but we're getting to a point now where we um, uh, you know where we hope to have something done but there's it's 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 not as simple as it used to be they have a lot on their plate and and we have a lot on our plate with needing you know full commitment and um, everything sort of working on our side as well. So we've just got to hope that we can merge the two sides together. Um, they're very passionate about the cup, but but we have to be firing on all cylinders to be able to beat these these challenges. And for that, we need to know exactly what we've got. Kevin, I'm reading between the lines here, and you don't sound overly confident that you can re-sign one or both. Is that why you were very quick in picking up the very talented Nathan Outeridge? Well, you know, our, our philosophy is that whatever we did last time, we've got to be stronger this time. You know, we, you know, we had a fast boat last time and, and we won the cup, but we're probably not as convincingly as we would have liked to. And we have a philosophy that, you know, you, you can never have too many good people. Uh, Nathan's a great guy. He's passionate about the cup. He, he fits in with the nationality rule and he's here, so we see him adding to that group. So, you know, the best scenario is that they're all... They're all here and sitting on the boat. <laughs> Mate, you're a great politician. I'll give you that one. But <laughs> come on, come on. You, you, are, you, are you confident? I'm going to put you on the spot. I wasn't going to, but I have to. Are you confident yeah. that Burling and Tuke will be there in the 37th? Well, I, I am confident. I am confident, but, you know, who knows? But um, we're getting to a point now where a decision has to be made very soon. Because mm. you know the team, the team has to move on. We have to keep planning. Yep. We have to. No. And this is where, and this is where people need to understand. Uh, forget about the the profile. This is about business because they can't. If I'm uh, if I'm right, they can't sell for anyone else unless it's an emerging nation. That's correct. You know the national nationality rule stops that. Wow. I mean, they are exciting times. How uh, excited are you about the Youth America's Cup and the Women's America's Cup? Oh, look, we, we think it's going to be great. We think that AC40 class that's been designed here and we're about to start, well, already production is starting on the building of those, is going to really add a lot to the event and it's, going to, it's also going to um, you know, fill the next two years really nicely with World Series events. Uh, the teams are going to be able to use those boats uh, for doing a lot of their development at lower cost. But, you know, it's really attractive, I think, for everyone to have the, you know, the door open for Youth America's Cup and, and the start of the Women's America's Cup. It's going to be really good. You know what I've forgotten to ask you about. Are uh, you confident American Magic, whoever they're representing, comes back? Oh, look, we, yes, we are. We really think so. Um, we're in communication with them almost weekly. And they're working behind the scenes there, so yeah, we're, we're confident that they'll come back. What about a Chinese challenge? Uh, don't know. Um, don't know much about that or have heard anything in, you know, relating to that at the moment, but there are a few others that are floating around out there. So you know, hopefully we're going to get five challenges. I think that would be a really good number and a step up from last time. Who's floating around, Kevin? Another, you know, you throw that one out. Who's floating around? Where? What other challenges are potentially out there? <laughs> another one, and there's another one in Europe. 
what is what is Christmas hold? Well, for- you know, to be honest, I, I'd like to say, but you know, people like to keep this, you know, keep keep under the cover <laughs> of darkness a little bit till I know they've got something. Uh, and uh, I'm assuming that we have to wait till March for the venue, right? Would you like? I mean, I'm sure you would like it done sooner. Well, of course we would, and we're working hard towards that. And if it's possible, we will definitely do it sooner than that. I, 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 would you be comfortable if Saudi Arabia got it? I mean, this is the the one question people are asking. They're saying, "Yeah, nah." Like honestly, if it's if it's the right thing, if it's the right thing for this team, I, I would definitely be comfortable with it. Um, and we've looked at it a lot, and we've you know been watching the Formula One closely, and it's. You know, it's one of those things. If you want, if you want to be on the the, the leading edge and um, have some courage and go in there and try and you know promote change, yes, we would. But you know, we've got about three or four options that are all live at the moment, so we're just going to see how that plays out over the next two months. Wouldn't mind a Guinness or two if you get my drift. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, uh, how, what does Christmas hold for you? Uh, yeah, well, it's it's a bit of a funny one this year. I don't think people have thought about it that much because of the last six months and the lockdowns and everything else, but definitely a bit of time off and away in a boat for a while. Oh, that sounds nice, mate. Thanks so much for sharing, giving us your insights, and I, I certainly hope you sort out this, uh, this crew situation uh, sooner rather than later and get on with it. Yep, no problem. Thank you. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Kevin Shoebridge, the COO, the Chief Operating Officer, a very accomplished sailor himself of Emirates Team New Zealand. So that was interesting, right? Really interesting. So wouldn't really answer the question on Burling and Tuke, but was quite clear that those guys have to make a decision, that they either come to a decision sooner rather than later, and then they move on. And I'll be, I'll be blunt, I think the fact that there was a really smart play by Emirates Team New Zealand to hire Nathan Outeridge, who was my uh, co-commentator in the America's Cup commentary for the 36, and he is one of the nicest blokes running around, lives in Devonport, Auckland, to a, a Kiwi wife, a little... and. Uh, He's been obviously selling for Japan and sale GP, and he knows how to fall those big boats. I've got a text in here. I'm going to find it in a minute. It just goes, um, hang on. Let's see what I can do here. There we go. I can use my finger. That's amazing, the technology. How good is that? Stephen, what's the point in winning and calling it Team New Zealand if they don't bring the cup and defend it here? They might as well be called Fly Emirates Team UAE for all I care. I'm a huge Team New Zealand fan. I worked the 2002-2003 America's Cup. I can't see them as our team if they race overseas. That's Craig in the Bay of Plenty. Well, as I, as I said, Craig, to Kevin, and this is where I sit firmly on it, they still have New Zealand in their name, and that's something we should be proud of. They are flying the flag internationally. This, bluntly, is a billionaire's sport, right? A billionaire's sport. And if the money is not here in this country, what are you supposed to do? Would you rather them not compete in the cup and just throw it away? As far as I'm concerned, I would rather them go offshore and defend it under the New Zealand flag and the Royal New Zealand Yacht Squadron. It may not be your cup of tea, but I think perception is really dangerous. We've got to get past this. They are one of our most successful sporting teams ever, along with the All Blacks. They're almost in the same 